Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to the live Q&A of yours. Truly hope y'all are doing well on this Wednesday. I'm going to do a quick Q&A. I won't even be here too long, maybe 15 minutes for sure today. But for those who watching for the very first time, my name is Joshua Ezzy, also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after watching this video, like, man, I like this guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe because I would love to be a coach here online. But for those who's been rocking me, who's been subscribed, whether it's been 14 years or 14 minutes ago, I want to say thank you all so much um, for trusting what God has entrusted to me. And I pray it continuously to be treasure to you. So as everyone is coming in live to get their questions ready, I'm going to let you guys know about some things I have going on. If you need one-on-one coaching, if you need me in any kind of way in regards to relationship coaching, spiritual development coaching, singleness coaching, purpose, branding, marketing, etc., business and entrepreneurship, let me know. I would love to help you. Make sure you hit the link in the description box below or just simply go to IamUnplugged.com. Also, check out my latest book, The Wholeness Journal. Are you whole enough to hold the important things in life? I pray, uh, well, I put a lot of a good work in this book, man, that I really do believe, man, is really going to help you process what it means to be whole and how to hold the important things of life. Also got a new card game called Whole. The first one was spelled Whole Wins. So all these card games, books, and resources, if not more, are now available on my website, IamUnplugged.com. All right, let's see what we got. Rapid fire. Brittany, what's going on? Finally caught alive. We're glad to have you. Stretch Mark says, hey, everyone. Hey, God's girl. Hope you well. Michelle Miller says, hey, coach, have you ever dealt with codependency growing up in a single-parent home? If so, what helped you to get over that? Well, my mom was uh, 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 definitely did her part and to ensure that I wasn't dependent on her. The best advice I can give you about codependency is, is to understand that that life is about you uh, being interdependent with God, right? Interdependency with God keeps you from being in depth with codependency. Now, what I mean by that, interdependency means there's responsibility on my end, responsibility on God's end. And when those supernaturally mesh, great things occur, right? So when it comes in growing up in a single parent home, you have to at least establish a why. You have to establish a purpose, an individualized, eternally given purpose that kind of motivates you to step out on your own, right? And so when it comes to getting over that, you got to ask yourself, why am I codependent on this, this parent? What does this parent offer me that I feel like I can't separate from? And what are some other things in life that are similar to what a mother or father gives that you can stretch yourself out and, and begin to walk out your own spiritual life? And then you will begin to see the beauty of interdependency as you begin to see God bringing, through you, bringing you through various trials, cause you to be versatile. And then when you get out there in your life, you will know how to flow with him. But when it comes to parents, you have to understand that parents are on are not omnipresent. They are not omniscient. They are not omnipotent. They are not immutable. They are not self-sufficient. They are not eternal. And you got to really examine the consequences of being tied to someone with that level of, 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 of connection. Because where there is a strong connection, there could be a, a place where you become so attached that manipulation can occur, that, that control can occur. There's a lot of things you got to think about when it comes to that. I hope to help. Brittany says, hey, Lilo27 says, hey, coach, you have been a blessing. God bless. God bless you too, my sister. Jojo Davis says, what's up, coach? Josh is Jojo. 
how to learn to pray and focus on God more than where I want to be in my career? Great question. Well, the, the thing is, you have to ask yourself, what is it that I want to earn? What is it that I want to earn from this relationship with God? And what I mean by earn, we're not talking about transactional. We're talking about transformational. What do I want to see? Another word for earn is what desired outcomes would I would like to have in my spiritual life? When you are or when a person is a shallow believer, and they live their life on the surface and they're just happy to be a child of God, but they don't want to be a soldier of God. They don't want to be an operative governing citizen in the kingdom of God operating in this earth realm. Then that individual is not going to really expect much out of them, right? So they won't pray as much. They don't see the need for fellowship. They're just happy to be saved. They're not, they're not willing to be a soldier that is used in the kingdom of God to save, right? And so when it comes to that, you got to determine what is your desired outcomes for your spiritual life? What are your desired outcomes in life, period? Because if you don't pray, you will end up as prey. Someone is preying on those who don't pray. And so prayer is essential when it comes to gaining insight, intel from, from God, right? So how do you learn how to pray? You got to look at God as a person, not a product, not an idea, not a machine, not a genie. You have to shift your perspective and talking and looking and, and understanding that he is a person and you don't talk to a person like a machine. And when you begin to see that God is a person, then y'all become personable and then y'all actually have conversation. And it's no longer you just talking to this stone like deity, but you're talking to a deity that is a person, a high priest that empathizes, a high priest that no one like to be cold or hot. You see what I'm saying? Those like to be betrayed, neglected, abused, beaten, and has been tortured all the way to death. And those would like to be resurrected. And those how like to know what it's like to operate in power. So the best way to learn how to pray and focus on God is to get to know God. Is to get to know God personally because he's a person, right? And you have to understand that prayer is not a means to an end. It is a means for 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 growth. It's, it's prayer is not about. I'm not saying the same as you. Um, um, it, it's not about I pray so that my career can blossom. No, I pray so that I can blossom. And as I blossom in connection with God and be and developing characteristics that that are similar to His, right? Then when it comes to everything else, everything will be a benefit from there. So what I want you to do practically, I want you to look up ten attributes of God. 12 attributes of God. And each month, I want you to do a deep study on each uh, 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 attribute. So this week, maybe you should, maybe you do research on God's omnipresence. Look up scripture that has anything to do with omnipresence and then study it. Each month, pick an attribute, do a deep dive study about God, and then talk to God with that a new acknowledgement of his whatever attribute you're studying. And then you will begin to see God a uh, 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 manifest, not manifest, you'll begin to see God reveal either what he's already revealed or reveal something else to let you know, hey man, that is me. But prayer is a conversation. Prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. And if you want to focus more on God, uh, 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 fumble through the pages of God, the word of God, and begin to get a clear perspective of who he is. And he'll begin to reveal himself in a greater way, which would then make you want to pray even more. Uh, Boa says, peace be to you, your home and all that you have, everyone. Thank you so much for those blessings. Uni says, hey, coach, glad to catch you live. Hope you're well. All is well. Thank you so much. Stretch says, 
Would you say social media is extremely important when it comes to building your brand? I'm working on gaining visibility and would love your input. Great question. Well, the thing is you have to treat social media as a tool, as a resource, not a source. You have to look at everything as a resource, not a source. If you begin to look at social media as your source, then you'll go horse. You will go, you will be running your wheels as like a horse. One. What I mean by that is you will go horse because you'll be trying to give it all you got, hoping that it benefits you, or you'll be ran ragged like a like a, a horseman or a person riding a horse carrying it beyond its ability. So social media is a resource. It's a resource by which the source of God, utilize your skill set and your ability to reach those people in the world, right? Let's get a little more practical. Um, you have to make sure that you view social media as a resource, number one. When it comes to building your brand, you got to make sure you're built by his hand. You got to make sure that you allow yourself to be built. Many people build brands, but they don't allow themselves to be built by God's hand. But when you're built by God's hand, they be Jesus, by word of God said, if Jesus be lifted up and Christ be lifted up, he'll draw. That's practical in everyday life. The more I begin to be built more into the image of Jesus, adopting the characteristic of him, and that exudes from out of me in what I do. Let me tell you something. Um, talent doesn't destroy the yoke, anointing does. When people watch my videos, my goal is to make sure the anointing is going through, that the Holy Spirit is squeezing through me his power and his ability to destroy the yokes of people watching this video. So therefore, there's a little uh, there's a great source of authenticity and something that they can't that's not familiar everywhere. Then that's when they're going to gravitate to, to what you do because it's supernatural. It's something more potent to it. There's a little bit more uh, uh, understanding, empathy, uh, 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 something about it that's different. Now, when it comes to gaining more visibility, consistency is the name of the thing. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit of God and what I mean by that is because if he tells you to cast a net, you guarantee to catch fish. When you cast a net, you're guaranteed to catch fish. So you have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into what you do. And what I mean by that is the more you begin to work. Oh, my wife got me some. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you can sit down because I don't want you to drop. So what you have to understand is that when you begin to uh, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, that's why you got to have a good wife. When you begin to fellowship with the Holy Spirit more often, then it'll be almost like dancing on a dance floor. The moves are in sync. Everything is working well. You, you are able to, in real time, see what he wants you to do, and then you'll reap from it. Also got to learn from the, from the Asian community when it comes to the Chinese restaurants and, and um, in the, in the mall, when you walk by uh, 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 the Chinese restaurant in the mall, they're always giving you free samples. The thing is, the more that you do consistently for free increases your credibility and then people will be willing to pay whatever you need to pay for your services. So you have to understand that when it comes to social media, don't look at the likes or the lack thereof. Focus on being great. Focus on being anointed. Focus on ensuring that God gets the glory. Focus on stewardship. Focus on that it don't matter if one person likes, you treat that person like they're special, like they're important. And when you do that and you begin to exhibit the characters of God, people will gravitate towards your, towards your brand. I'm going to do a little bit more videos on that to help you all. So I'm trying to get through these pretty quick, but I'm going to, I'm going to tackle some of those topics again. Reach out says, hey, coach, what are some indications that a person is experiencing spiritual warfare? Does it tend to heighten when fast? Anytime you're going in the direction of God, expect warfare. See what I'm saying? Expect warfare. Any, the moment you cross that line as a believer, 
The moment you cross that line, and, and that's what people get confused. <clears throat> when they accept Jesus Christ as their savior, they forget that they now have just become a soldier. Soon as you accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, you have become a soldier, whether you believe it or think you are or not, because the enemy wants to suffocate the fellowship between you and the advocate. He wants to suffocate the relationship between you and the Holy Spirit because he knows that if you and the Holy Spirit get close and you are in tune with heaven, then whatever happens to you through you could spark a revival around you. Right. So spiritual warfare, anytime you desire to pray, anybody can contest this, that the moment you decide to pray, the moment you decide to read your word, the moment you decide to give your life to God and to and change it, expect different demonic exchanges. They're going to want to attack you in the area where you were your once weakest, cause you to doubt God, doubt yourself and then become in a situation where you're not productive. See what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> yes, I don't know. I don't. I can't really say that it heightens, but when you fast, you're tapping into something a little bit more deeper inside of you, in, the, in regards to the spirit of God. And the more you get clear, the more they try to get you in fear, so that you will begin to not be able to see what's beyond the peer, what was beyond where you are. So they're going to attack you to cause you to stop and not progress. Hope that. <clears throat> Yvette says, can you speak on scripture? Perfect love, cast out all fear. Great question. Well, when a person knows they are beloved by God, there is no fear there. You ever met a person who is extremely confident, completely assured of who they are? They walk with no fear. They walk with confidence. God's love is the most perfect love. When you allow yourself to be God's beloved, and you allow God to love you, and you begin to allow God to uh, to reveal Himself in a in a unique way to you, that gives you an opportunity to see the clues of who He wants to be to you, and for you to find out who you are. Right? Then you will begin to walk more confidently. Then you will begin to know if I know that God's omnipresent, why am I going to be afraid when any type of fearful thing is present? If I know that God is omniscient, why am I going to be afraid when He already knows the way? Why would I uh, be afraid of any enemy? The Bible says, Why fear man who can only kill the body? He says, You better fear or reverence the one who could put both body and soul to hell. Therefore, if my God is omnipotent, there's no need for me to fear any type of competition, any type of person trying to come against what's uh, what's dear to me. The more I begin to understand God's love for me, it cleanses out all guilt, shame, and condemnation. I now know that Jesus Christ's uh, uh, righteousness has been imputed on me, that I now can approach the room boldly, that I no longer have to be afraid to talk to God. God paid a hefty price for us to come to him right. And it is not even about us coming to him right in our own effort. It was because of the righteousness of Jesus, what he did. Now my sin being put on him on the cross, his righteousness now put on me. Now I can walk to, to, to the Godhead boldly. You see what I'm saying? I know I have an intercessor in the man Christ Jesus interceding for me. I know that I got fellowship with the Father again by his spirit dwelling in me. And when that love Knowing that he loved me so much that he gave, man, man, it just it causes you to cast all your cares, remove all fears because you know who you are in him. So God's perfect love causes you to cast away all fear because why fear when you on, when you on God's team? See what I'm saying? That's like me uh, being afraid when I got Kevin Durant on my team. 
Like that's like me going to the gym and, and I'm on LeBron's team. I'm on Kevin Durant's team. And, and or I got Giannis on my team. There's no need to be afraid because I, I got an all-star on my team. And so when you got the all-star of all all-stars on your team, then you can shine like the star that God wanted you to be. And you don't have to worry about what people say, what people do. You can stay in conflict because you know who you are in him. Hope to help. Um, I gotta go. I told I said 15 minutes. My wife ain't gonna let me go no further. I love she go, she brought me tea, but she said, Hey, 15 minutes, young man. I'm so I hope you guys was blessed by this. My goal is to do that's right. My brother Kenny Mack in the building. This my brother. Y'all check out my brother. Oh, Kenny Mack, my brother. I love when you support, man. Appreciate you, man. I'm excited for the new things that God is doing in your life, and I'm excited about the uh videos that's coming down the road. That's right. When you got Chef Curry coming off the screen, there's no need for me to scream in fear. You're so welcome, my sister. Y'all be blessed. Thank y'all so much for watching. If you need one-on-one -on -one coaching, you need pre-engagement, engagement, engagement uh, uh, a, a relationship coaching, marital, let me know. I got you. Spiritual development coaching. If you want to grow closer and walk with God, hit me up. If you want to grow more in your singleness and learn how to maximize it, holler at your boy. If you want to learn more about your purpose, school whoop, call me. If you know you need more help with Brandon, <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> hit me up. I'm here to help you. Newest books, <laughs> the wholeness journals now. I don't even know that's cute. Maybe because the uh, AKs, all them videos, man. Anyway, Amazon, the wholeness journal. Are you holding up the whole? Uh, book right there is available on my website as well. Card game, first one to spell whole wins, W-H-O-L-L-E. If you need to learn more about your singleness, the purpose of singleness, are you whole or full of holes? Great book there. If you need a book to help you date God, date yourself and come date a book so you get uh, a date to love your life forever, book, great book here. Questions to help you either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one. If you're struggling with soul ties, strongholds, the purpose of freedom is a great book there as well. If you need help with discernment, Knowing whether or not that person, thing, place, location, money, whatever is a counterfeit or a counterpart, this book will help you uh, um, determine those things. Also, check out our, our children's book. And if you're struggling with spiritual warfare and you need to learn more about the whole armor of God and what it means to war, that book's available now. If you just want to simply want to give, and I and I uh, thank you guys for generosity and events. If you want to give the support, what we do, our mentoring program, work at a school, you could do that as well. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Those who's listening on the podcast, thank y'all so much. Love y'all. Um, ah, my brother. I got to go, y'all. I got to go. I love y'all, man. Make sure y'all hit that bell, man. Hit all post notifications so that y'all can already copy and paste your question. Put it in the notes. So when I when you hear that notification go off, you go right to your notes, right? And then you go right onto the screen. And I'm there. Oh. Grace. PTL Grace. My wife just gave you some grace and no, no, he, she gave me grace and mercy. So if my wife says great question, it's a sign that she says, hey, you got time for one more. So I'm sorry for all y'all that just got skipped. But that's what happens when you married. My brother says, hey, coach, since time is short, how do you feel about leisure time in a short life like this? Should we ever take time to relax and unwind like movies, gaming, just hanging out? Great question. Um, How do we know time is short? The bubonic plague occurred, World War I, World War II, the Holocaust, a lot of things happened. 
And a lot of believers during that time thought that those were the last days. Don't get me wrong. These days right here do resemble that there are some last days, right? So, uh, but what I don't want to happen is that there's a panic in you, that there's a, 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 a fear in you, or if there's a, 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 a Christian level of zeal in you that calls you not to be balanced, right? Just because we're in the world, we're not of the world, we're still in it. And there's some things that you can still enjoy, but everything has to be channeled through your relationship with the Holy Spirit. But there has to be a level of 70, 30, 80, 20, 90, 10, depending on what the Holy Spirit says to you from within. You got to think about that. So for me right now, I know that that God is calling me to create materials and resources at a at a higher rate. So I can't just watch what Kyrie and them is doing. I can't watch a full game. So maybe right now, since time is short, maybe I short in the things I enjoy, right? That doesn't mean you don't, but just say, okay, Holy Spirit, not activate. But what I'm saying, you say, Holy Spirit, hey, I'm fellowshipping with you. I'm flowing with you because you can't be your best without rest. You can't go to the max unless you relax. You see what I'm saying? You won't be fine unless you unwind, right? Now, you got to look at the movies, gaming, and hanging out and ask yourself, is those times profitable? Who are you hanging around with? Are they profitable people? I it, I can't hang around people who ain't talking about profit. And I'm not talking about profit uh, in regards to just financial. I'm talking about how can I profit and gain and be successful in, in my health, in my mind. I just can't sit around and talk about uh, Mahomes. I can't just talk about Brady. I can't talk about um, all these different things, what's been happening lately. I can't do that. Now, I can relax and unwind when it comes to purposeful things, right? So if you're going to gain, you know, set a timer. And just say, okay, I'm not going to game until 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 I go into the word to see how I can change. Like like gaming, a movie and stuff like that. Those things should happen after you done took care of responsibilities as a man. That means going to go to work. Number two, after you done put some time with God. <clears throat> Number three, after you done spent some time in personal development. And whatever time you have left, then you can go out there and do your thing, right? When I'm talking about other those type of extracurricular activities. Now, when it comes to uh, relaxing and unwinding, you got to do that often. You got to do that daily. You got to rejuvenate, reflect, and restore yourself daily. But when it comes to those different things, you may need to trim down some of the fat and, and, and begin to say, okay, before I do any of that, I got to make sure that I've been in my word, I've been at work, and I've been uh, um, working on myself. And then you can make some time for gaming, hanging out, etc. But examine the people you're hanging out with. Are there profitable people? Are they lackadaisical people? Are they people that's about purpose? Then you will have a great level of synergy that then produces energy. Let me talk about that. Never get involved with people that can't create synergy. Synergy is when multiple groups of people come together and are sparked by an idea, sparked by a philosophy, sparked by an ideal, sparked by motivation, sparked by the spirit of God. That creates synergy, synergy in companies, synergy in partners in business, synergy in marriage. That then creates a level of energy in you that motivates you to do more. But the Bible says, since the days are evil, make the best use of the time. 
So make, make, make best use of the time is based upon what you get from your time with God and understanding the difference between um, being super Christianly zealous that you become no earthly good or that you become too earthly and carnal that you know service to the kingdom of God. So there's a balance that you get from God. So since time is short, how do you feel about leisure time? There's nothing wrong with leisure. Nothing wrong with relaxing. God says he didn't create man for the Sabbath. He created Sabbath for the man. He created rest for the man so the man can be able to be useful at God's hand or at God's command, right? So that's my advice there. So my wife said, amen. So I, I'm, I'm guessing that she sees that answer was, will suffice for you, my boy. I've been around kids today. And then, you know, you'll be talking slang, my boy. Love y'all, man. Did I do all the books and stuff? Yeah. Let me know if y'all need some coaching and all that good stuff. My brother, let me know, man. Oh, you you amazing answer. You're so welcome, my brother. Nothing wrong with those different things. They just become wrong when they're out of order. And so I know you're a young man. I know a lot of your peers may be investing in that, man. But when I was your age, 21, 22, I believe you're 19 or 20, 21, 22, man, I was writing books, man. I didn't have time. 20s, you got to invest in, 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 in personal development and in being mentored, understanding God more, because 30s is where it's at. 20s is just an extended teenage years. You're still still wet behind the ears, and, and, and you can't be overly invested in your peers and, unless you give God the will for him to steer, to help navigate you through your 20s so that when you get to those 30s and your brain is fully developed and mature, man, you'll be a beast, man. Love y'all. I got to go. Y'all be blessed. See y'all next time, probably tomorrow. I love y'all. Peace.